welcome to the I'm Healing Podcast. I'm your host and healer, Iris L. Mendez of ILM Healing Solutions. Here, we review healing stories, self-inquiry, and solutions for the soul. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share, and be sure to follow us on Instagram at the I'm Healing Podcast and at ILM underscore healing. Let's heal. I have Kelly Espino, and I'm super excited about the segment today because one, we're not streaming from Zoom, and this is going to be really excited. Uh, so if you happen to watch this video live, let me know. But if you happen to catch this audio on the replay on my podcast, the I'm Healing Podcast, be sure to like, subscribe, and save um, and share all the things. And also, if you happen to watch this on my YouTube channel, thank you. So I have Kelly here today, and I'm really excited to be talking with her because the main topic is going to be inner child healing. And uh, Kelly, why don't you go ahead and tell people who you are and what you do. Sure. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, perfect. Okay, cool. So awesome. So thank you so much for having me. So I'm Kelly Espino and I am a former licensed social worker turned transformational coach and speaker. And I work with heart centered individuals who are ready to break free from the bullshit conditioning, limiting beliefs and their childhood trauma to really create the life they truly desire and really make the impact they're born to make. I love what I do. And what I find that I feel like I'm different is that I bring in the therapeutic lens because that's my training, but then I infuse it with spiritual practices and beliefs and I love it. I do inner child. I'm, I specialize in inner child healing. I do a lot of subconscious reprogramming work and um talk therapy a lot of talk therapy as well and i have a podcast called the empowered you podcast that's basically all about i'm all about giving people the tools to empower them to access it within themselves because we all have it within um so yeah that's me thank you so much for having me babe thank you oh i love it how you come from the best of both worlds having the education of therapy and then incorporating the spirit um, you being guided by spirit to be who you are and where you are right now. So for people who may not know what inner child healing is, can you uh, dissect that a little bit or define that? Sure, of course. And I will preface this by saying it depends on who you speak to, right? Because everyone has their own lens and their own terminology and their own perspective. For me, when I, when I think of an inner child, your inner child is part of your psyche and it's your younger versions of yourself. It's an energy of your younger selves in your psyche, in your subconscious mind that have their own personality, their own energy. And a lot of the times there's a lot of unresolved trauma. There's a lot of wounds. There's a lot of needs that have not been met that are in your subconscious mind that are running the show. So your inner child are, in my opinion, are just younger versions of yourself that's still in your psyche that are still affecting your present day reality. Does that make sense? It does. Now, and I'm glad that you touched on having that inner self in the psyche. Um, for someone who is uh, the expert, if you will, on inner child healing, would you also say that we have a wise person within us too, like the inner child and the wise one? And can you just define how you work with your clients uh, to, to not necessarily separate them, but to acknowledge them? I love that. I love that question. So yeah, I, I mean, that's all about reparenting, right? So 
at your adult self really is well you that that's the goal right to be the wise person right and to be i always say you take your power back when you become the parents to yourself that you needed as a child so that like let's say you get super freaking triggered someone cuts you off or whatever the case may be and you are triggered you're reacting that reaction is actually coming from your inner child first and foremost and in that situation it's like all right you acknowledge it you allow yourself to feel the feels if you have to curse and you have to scream whatever and then catch yourself and be like wait where is this really coming from what am i feeling um i'm feeling um that i wasn't even seen this person didn't even see me they cut me off and then asking yourself where what's the earliest memory where i didn't feel seen and and then you see that it's connected to your inner child and then you start okay i see you i see me i see you and you start reaffirming your little inner child within you that's freaking out so the goal is to become that wise parent that's the goal. But you know, it takes work. It takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. What I love that. What would you say is um, a way that someone can start to work on reparenting themselves or even just tapping into their inner child? I would say first, babe, intention is everything, everything. So first, just setting the intention, declaring and claiming it to the universe, spirit, God, Allah, whatever you believe in, and declaring like, I am ready to start healing my inner child. Just literally set that out, set that intention out and just be open and mindful of what comes into your reality because I bet you money, there'll be books there. You can do inner child healing meditations, which I have one on my, a free one on my website that I always recommend, but you, there's tons on YouTube. There's, um, you can do start doing activities that brought you joy as a child, whether it's dancing or art or playing or nature, or whatever the case may be. Um, you can start doing mirror work, which is looking in the mirror and zoning into one of your eyes and calling your inner child forward. So just with your thoughts or saying it out loud, inner child, I ask for you to come forward. And when you zone into one of your eyes, you start affirming them. I love you. I'm here for you. I'm sorry that I didn't come sooner. I accept you. I see you for who you are and all the things. Because keep in mind that our inner child becomes wounded when she, he, they do not feel seen heard, accepted for who they are, unconditionally loved, right? And when they're experiencing shame. So I always tell people, we have to counteract those, all those aspects of how our inner child becomes wounded. So we have to start loving our inner child unconditionally. We have to start seeing our inner child. We have to start accepting them for who they are um, and really working on releasing that shame through forgiveness work. It's so powerful, and but it will make, I mean, babe, I have seen such success stories. I There was one client that's coming to mind where she did IVF and it failed and she, like medically there was nothing quote unquote wrong or any health issues, but she wasn't able to get pregnant. She had two inner child healing sessions. She got pregnant naturally. Wow. And yeah, right, it's so powerful. Another, um, my best friend actually, she did some inner child healing. She had two sessions. She got a life-changing raise in her job and a promotion that was life-changing for her. And now she's open to dating and her whole life. And she always tells me, Kel, it's the inner child's healing. And I'm like, wow, you know, I, and it's like story after story after story. I had one guy who his presenting issue was that he was um, fearful of commitment, but he wanted that romantic commitment, but he was fearful of it because of his parents and upbringing, all the things. And through two inner child healing sessions, the boy is now married. Wow. And it was a year later. So like this shit works. It works so much. I, I love that you tied in some experiences that you've had with clients. And that was going to be like one of the things that I wanted to talk about because your information on your IG is, is 
super helpful and super direct as it pertains to letting people know the benefits of this. So for, for you, whether it's your personal experience or for anybody who's maybe skeptical of inner child healing, what would you say are the, the benefits, you know, besides what you've seen in your clients? Oh my God, there's so much, babe. So it's like, I truly believe when you were born, that was like your truest, purest state, right? A hundred percent. You're a clean slate coming out of source, coming out of your, you know, whoever, wherever you came out of. And then it's the the unresolved trauma, the conditioning, the upbringing, the culture, the trauma that you witness, the shame that you've experienced, all these things, all these layers, the social contracts, all, all of the, the constructs, all the shit that we experience that take us further and further away from our knowing. I see it as like layers of debris, bullshit debris that takes us further and further and further away from our authentic self. And I truly believe in this our, our human experience, we are designed to grow and evolve and find ourselves back to our authentic self. And I truly believe through inner child healing, you start getting rid of these layers of conditioning, of trauma, of limiting beliefs, so you can start getting to the core of who you are innately. And that is the power. So what is that? That is freedom of expression. That's speaking your truth. That's knowing that you matter. That's knowing that you are divinity. It's knowing that you are a creator. That's knowing that, you know, you are uh, infinite. And you're like, there's so much. I just, it's so liberating. When I think of inner child healing, I think of like getting rid of the shackles of life and just like breaking free. But what about you, babe? Because I know you've done inner child healing. Yes, so yes. how do you Yes. So I was going to explain my personal experience with inner child healing has been specifically doing meditations. I'll, um, I'll recommend, I don't know if you've ever heard of her, but for those of you who are watching and listening to this, uh, I believe her name is April Steele and she does a lot of work related to inner child healing. And so not only has it helped me profoundly, in my personal life, but I've also seen it with my own clients. And one of the most profound ways that I've done inner child healing has literally been to go back to myself as a child. And that means like pulling out pictures of adolescent me, pulling out pictures of baby me, and literally reparenting, like envisioning that I'm, you know, meditations that I'm holding my, you know, holding the baby, that I'm holding myself. Um, and also even a lot of forgiveness work related to things that I didn't know as an adolescent that, um, you know, there were decisions that I made that impacted the trajectory of my life, but not know, you know, you only know what you know, when you know better, you do better. So um, there was a part of me that had to go back and uh, seriously, you know, forgive inner child me, inner adolescent me, in order to move forward and to even have more confidence in myself, not just in uh, the work that I do and how I show up, but also in um, relationships as well, which is pretty profound. And a lot of people don't realize this, and this, this is my therapy hat coming on, <laughs> um, the, you know, the LSW in us. Um, people don't realize that a lot of times when you have uh, problems in your adulthood, whether it's in relationships or uh, lack of ability to show up for yourself, it, it really stems from ages zero to six and people don't think that those age range is very profound but it is yep. and so yep. that's where inner child healing comes in and i can hear my own therapist saying you know heal baby iris but i also mm -hmm. have worked with my clients in that way and being able to mm -hmm. um 
encourage them to pull out baby pictures of themselves, to pull mm -hmm. out adolescent pictures of themselves if they have it, and really dig deep and work through these these um, reparenting and this uh, this healing of the inner the inner baby self. A hundred percent. I'm so happy that you mentioned that, and I would love to expand on that a little bit more about the zero to seven years old, because that's actually what. Because I didn't come out of the gate doing inner child healing. I fell into it based off of the research I'm about to share with you. So I was I was watching a Bruce Lipton um, YouTube thing interview. There you go. And Bruce Lipton he wrote uh, by uh, biology of beliefs and like a lot of books. He's very well known, and in his um, speech he was talking about how 95 percent of our current reality comes from the programming in our subconscious mind right old program behaviors responses actions decisions thoughts language all these things that come together to help us create our reality we think we are consciously aware of the decisions reactions responses all the things but it was determined through like massive amounts of research that really it comes from the subconscious first and then your conscious awareness, right? So that was like, whoa, but then this is what really changed the game for me and which is why I'm doing inner child healing now is that like what you said, you from zero to seven years old, that is where you're downloading that programming that is running your subconscious mind in adulthood. So for example, I would love to share my own personal experience of what I've been healing on a, at a very big level is that I had this limiting belief that I was afraid to be a grown up because when I was younger, my mom's way of being like cute with me and like cutesy was like, oh, for my Mother's Day gift, I never want you to grow up. And oh, you know, for my gift, uh, for my birthday gift, my birthday gift, all I want is for you to be young forever, be my baby forever, never grow up. So in her mind, it was like cute and blah, blah, blah. And she said it to my sister and my cousin and it didn't affect them it didn't penetrate them but for me i internalized that and i had this deep-rooted fear of growing up but i didn't know it right because it's subconscious you don't have conscious awareness to it so what i would do in my present day it was manifesting in not wanting anything to do with romantic relationships because subconsciously once i started doing this work i realized that my mind was like relationships means you're going to be a grown-up you're going to have your like rules responsibilities it's going to ruin the relationship you have with your mom because i had very heavy codependency with my mom all because of this grown-up shit so it was affecting that it was affecting my weight i was eating a lot i was gaining weight because in my mind that was going to keep me small and keep me from wanting to date and put myself out there and be a grown-up in my business it was reflecting the income i was making because if i made enough then i would have to leave my home my family home and become a grown-up like it was affecting every area of my life and it's through this inner child healing work that i was able to bring my conscious what's in the darkness and bring it to my awareness and be like holy shit i'm scared to be a grown-up and it all stemmed from when i was zero to like 14. wild right wow that's an awesome story and i'm glad how you were able to tie the subconscious like uh programming essentially that occurred and it's like we don't realize these things happen to us like even in scenarios where there's trauma right we, mm -hmm. we that that's not even something that for you like your mom meant in any way to harm you but it mm -hmm. still it still was impact it still impacted you as an adulthood and that's what mm -hmm. a lot of us don't understand um you know our relationship how it impacts our relationship with money how it impacts our relationship with people ability to maintain yeah. friendships um to excel in our careers you know inner child healing 
literally for me, the way that I describe it to clients is like, when your inner child is holding you back, it's those moments where at, in your adult vessel, you will feel like you want to curl up in a corner and cover your cover yourself up like oh no it's safer here and so mm -hmm. you are operating from that framework of i'm not gonna do better because that puts me in a predicament to to be forced to be this adult that i'm afraid to be or that i've mm -hmm. been told not to be so inner child healing i absolutely love it and i love how it almost feels like spirit guided you to be where you are now and how you serve people uh, so I want to talk a little bit more about how else spirit has guided you because you and I we've met uh, and done some uh, some of the coursework with at the biz Guha. and I just honestly like your energy your podcast like it's one of those things where you and I met in the moon bay group actually with Mary Ann and then you just kind of keep reappearing in my life so, like it's divine and so yeah. I want to know how spirit has guided you um, in other ways to serve, I know you do your um, tarot readings or oracle card readings and also mediumship. So talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I come from a line of a uh, family of mediums. Um, when I was younger, like you, because I know your story, uh, I used to see things, but it, you, it used to terrify me. I would see spirits and all the things. And to the fact that, I mean, to the point that I blocked it out, I don't have any memory of it, but my sister does, my parents do. So they tell me about it. So I already, I had the gift and I had the ability, but because of the fear, the fear, I shut that shit down real hard, right? And then fast forward, it was like, I think it was like this summer, I don't know, months, I have no idea, actually. Months ago, I was on a mastermind call with my girlfriend, Lexi, and I don't, oh, we were doing a subconscious, like, reprogramming song to allow, to help me get, bring more abundance into my life and all these things. And my girl, Lexi, she's very intuitive, and she's hearing, she was hearing, this is not going to serve you. There's something you need to release. And then she heard mediumship, and I'm like, mediumship? And then I'm like, oh my God, my fear of mediumship, my, my subconscious fear of mediumship and ghosts and all things was affecting my ability to hear my spirit team clearly because although I saw them in different boxes, I saw like spirits in this box and my spirit guides in this box. In reality, they're all spirits, they're all energy. So with that deep rooted fear that I had for mediumship was affecting my ability to hear them, my guides clearly. And when that came to the surface, I was like, oh, hell no. Like I need to like face this fear and overcome it and then insert, because you know how it works when you set the intention, insert um, Vanessa from the Biz Bruja. She had the mediumship course. And I knew I did a medium, I did a podcast episode with her about mediumship. And in that episode, she just, she allowed us to see it in a different way. And I remember she, it was towards the end of the episode and she felt really called to share a memory of an experience where she really uh, supported this woman. Her, her spouse died and he, before he died, he like yelled, yelled at her. And she thought it was her fault that he died and all these things. And it, in reality, he was yelling because he didn't want to leave her because he was her girl. And even I'm getting chills as I'm recalling this. And she um, gave her that gift and she started crying. And the amount of healing from Vanessa's ability to channel that message for her helped her out of like seven years of depression helped cure her in that exact moment. And when she shared that story, I said, it would be a disservice. It would be like unethical not to tap into the mediumship because I see what a gift it could be for others. And like, even in our mediumship class, when we would practice on one another, like 
I had people crying and I'm like, wow, really? Like, it's so powerful. But I'm curious, what about you, babe? What brought you to mediumship? Yeah, so uh, a lot of people don't know this specific story about me, but when I was younger, I used to have gifts as well where I could vividly see, um, you know, spirits and, um, you know, from, from, the, from a, a psychotherapy realm, um, you know, most people would look at that and say like, oh, you're hearing things that aren't there or seeing things that aren't there. And so for people who are listening, who want to differentiate the two, like obviously this, we're not talking about psychosis here. We're not talking about, uh, you know, uh, clients who may have some schizophrenia or are actually having uh, auditory visual hallucinations. These were actually like inner knowing of me seeing things, getting messages from uh, relatives who have recently passed away. And so for me, there was a fear that was instilled. Um, obviously, we grew up Catholic. So, you know, for my family, it was very, you know, we don't talk about the, that type of thing. Let's go get the priest and pray mm -hmm. and we'll all be okay. Um, and so for me, I felt kind of this a similar calling sometime around last year where, um, you know, I, I wanted to tap back into that gift. Um, and so understanding that there's levels to it, there's clair clairvoyance, actually seeing things, clairsentience, feeling things, clairaudience, you know, hearing things. And so for me, it was very interesting to tap back into each of those gifts. And I feel like when we're younger, like you said, we're raw, we're, you know, we're a little bit more um, in, in, you know, clean slate, if you will. So we're more receptive to these things. Um, and so it's been a journey for me to kind of tap back into that and be able to use that with my clients as somewhat of a spirit messenger, but more so uh, an intuitive and be able to use that as how I spiritually guide my clients. So it's really been powerful. Uh, I definitely think I still am going through the journey of tapping into the gift fully, if you will, but uh, I think everything in time. And so for me, it was really just getting back to whatever my roots were. So beautiful. So beautiful, babe. And I mean, we've been, I've practiced with you. You've practiced with me. You definitely have the gift. It's, it's a beautiful thing. And I'm so grateful to Vanessa because she really changed the game for me. Like, you know, I love Vanessa, so I'm, we're going to shout her out. Keep shout her out at the Biz Bruja. Make sure that you follow her. Make sure you, that you sign up for all of her courses. Yep. Um, she's really been a, a godsend to me. I call her Mama Bruja because she is my, yeah. my, my mother witch. That's how I call her. So um, I wanted to ask you, out of all the things that you do as far as healing goes, because that's, that's how you help people the most at the end of the day, ultimately, is co-facilitating some form of healing whether you are guiding them spiritually with cards, whether you are walking them through inner healing, uh, inner child healing, or whether you're doing me mediumship. Uh, what mm -hmm. would you say healing is to you, uh, defining it in, let's say, four to five words? Returning back to your authentic self. Love it. Returning, Returning back, back to authentic self. Okay, so that was six words. We but... can take out the you're returning back to authentic self. That's fine. Ooh, <laughs> yes! I love it. Authentic self. I love it. I what have... about you? Have you thought about it? How would you answer that? <laughs> so I, I have an acronym. Um, and so healing, heal to me is honor emotions affirmatively and let go. So uh, it, that's that's my overall 
uh, acronym for healing. So I absolutely love asking people what that is. And it's funny because returning back to self seems to be the ultimate answer that I get from people when I ask them that. Like just that whole concept of returning back to self. So well, authentic self. That's the key though. I feel I authentic self. Yes. Yes. No, that mm -hmm. is true. And and when I think of authentic self for me, it reminds me of, you know, some of Brene Brown's work who often talks about the power of being authentic and also that vulnerability piece. And for yep. me, that means like being your truest, rawest self, like no matter like who's around. So that that's totally. what authentic means to me. Totally. To me, it's returning back to who you were before the world told you who to be. Yes. Before your yes, I absolutely love that. Yes. Oh, this was so awesome. Thank you so much for talking all the things with us. Let me take a look at the time here. Yep, we're like right on schedule. So before I let you go, you let the people know how they can find you. Um, what's the name of that podcast episode with uh, the Biz Blue Hawkins? I definitely want people to tap into that and any of your services that you offer. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, babe. This was so much fun talking and chatting. Um, you can message me or tag me or um, connect with me. I'm mostly on Instagram. I I'll check my Facebook every once in a while, but I really do hang out on Instagram at It's Kelly Espino. Um, there, all my links are there. So you can check the link to get the free inner child healing meditation. Also my podcast, Empower You Podcast. The link is also in my Instagram bio. Um, you can check that out. The one that uh, Iris was talking about is um, I forget what number episode, but it's the one that says like um, the, the magical gift of mediumship or something like that. But it has mediumship in the title. So, so dope. Such a great, incredible episode. Um, and yeah, really just get on my, um, get the meditation. And if you'd like to do further work, I offer inner child healing sessions. I offer intensive inner child healing intensives. I have a VIP program. I do retreats. We haven't my partner, my retreat partner, she's going, like, she has a lot going on. Her her husband was activated in the military. She has four kids. So, and COVID, we haven't had retreats, but that, we still have a wait list going on for retreats. So that is coming soon, hopefully. And um, I do workshops and all these things. So just, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll get up to date, basically. And yes, also, and even on Instagram, you can catch her, what, is it every Tuesday or every, which day? Every Wednesday, I do Oracle card readings. Every Wednesday. Yeah. Well, what do you call them? Because I know they're like, I love the name of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I call them um, Espino Espresso readings. Love it. Everyone always says, like, you're like a shot of espresso. So I like, I, I, I love like, that. Because you, you just have this, like, great energy, and I'm just grateful that universe has continuously like put you back into my life in some way, shape or form. First it was a moon bay. And then even, even how you and I ended up in the same course with uh, the Biz Buha, I, we, it was yeah. like a last minute sign up. We were like, oh my God, we're going to be doing this together. So I'm so excited to continue to work with you. And same. yeah, everybody check out Kelly Espino. Thank you. Hey. Oh my God, same. I had I was so happy when I found out you were a part of the course. I was like, yes. Um, and you're amazing. I mean, everything you do, I want to celebrate you. I want to acknowledge you. You do so much, and your intentions are so pure. And I just want you to know, like, we see you and we celebrate you. Thank you so so much. Namaste <laughs> to you. I appreciate you so much. <laughs> I appreciate right. you. Bye. Thanks everybody for tuning in, or if you catch this on the replay, we appreciate you. Bye. Hi. Thanks for tuning in to the I'm Healing Podcast. 
where we review all healing stories and solutions for the soul. If you like this episode, make sure that you let us know, leave a review, like, share, subscribe, all the things. And as always, happy healing. Thank you.